Hi, Dave. Welcome to the program. Well, I'm glad to be here, Sarah, and uh, may we live in interesting times, right? Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you a BBC headline that, or actually, it's from the Great Game of India, which I just love that site, greatgameindia.com, but they just did a piece on the BBC caught spreading propaganda and false claims, which surprise everybody does, but this is so blatant. This goes out to all the schools, and they're in their statements, or what they say, they say that a doctor says COVID-19 vaccines are 100% safe. This goes into the schools to the kids. They say children should get the vaccine to protect their parents and the benefits to the children outweigh any risks. And any risk, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so they're sending a, there's an open letter from um, the UK Medical Freedom Alliance just saying you guys need to cease and desist and get that off because it's false, misleading information. and. I mean, so people are really going after, but this is an example of the blatant lies. 100% safe? Okay, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. And then the benefits outweigh the risks. So they, they've gotten so, um, it seems like they've gotten to the point where they're so desperate that they'll do anything. Well, I have two responses to this. The first one is this, is that in the history of medicine, naturally acquired immunity from exposure and contraction of an organism, a virus, for example, gives one the best immunity ever, way beyond, several times beyond any vaccine. But the fact that they won't even recognize acquired immunity, and you have to have the vaccine for your little passport that's Mm -hmm. coming everywhere, tells you their only motive is not science, to use the best mechanism ever acquired immunity it's profit it's big pharma profit and that's all this is about and the second thing you mentioned about the uh, children first of all what do we know about kids one they should not have the vaccine because they're not at risk if they have underlying conditions yes but for the normal healthy kid under the age of they're actually you can go to under the age of 30 They don't transmit very often, so they're not protecting their parents. That's a bunch of BS. And the second thing is is that the um, risk-benefit of taking an untested vaccine hasn't gone through animal trials, hasn't gone through the normal progressions of development. It's not worth it with the cost-benefit. But they don't care about people. They care about profits. That's all this is about. Do you think it's just profit? I think that there's... Well, there's a a hidden agenda. You layer the agendas. The higher you go in authority on this planet, the uh, the agendas change. But the immediate agenda in the United States right now and in the UK is you must get the vaccine. It's profit. But, But higher levels, it's a whole lot more than that. This has destroyed our Constitution. It allowed Trump to be dumped as an America first president because it allowed millions of illegal and fraudulent ballots to be produced under the guise of COVID safe absentee balloting, which was a a cesspool of of fraud. Sarah, Sarah, let me just give you one example in Arizona. In Arizona, we have a minimum of 20,000 duplicate ballots. And what that means is if you went up to the voting machine, Dominion, and you put it in and for some reason your vote didn't go through or got rejected, you would be given a duplicate ballot on the the spot. But for the ballot to be counted, the ballot has to be accompanied by the original and in storage, the original has to be kept with the ballot. 
Well, they have at least 20,000 ballots right now that they have the duplicate, but they don't have the original. And it just so happens that a week before the election, the Maricopa County voter registration was breached. And of course, the crooked county recorder, he wrote a letter saying, don't worry, your data is safe. It was just the voter registration data. Well, that's what they were after because now they can find inactive voters put them on these ballots, and now they voted for Biden. 100% of these 20,000 votes oh, is for Biden. That overturns the election by itself in Arizona, and that was one of the purposes of COVID. Okay, well, let's let's talk about how many ballots, how many votes did Biden supposedly win by in Arizona? 11,000. 11,000. Now, Maricopa County, they found those ballots all by themselves would overturn the election. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You are in Maricopa County, so you know more than, I would say, you, I mean, you know all the players. You know them personally, or you've met them. I don't know. If Some you know of them, them, and I, have, I had sources on the inside, both election officials and audit people, until their doors were shut. In other words, they got told, you stop talking. In fact, Sarah, let me just tell you this real quick. I was sent... And I've published all this on my website, so this is not me just saying this as we're going along. But I was sent a map, a topographical map, that showed the aerial flight pattern of surveillance planes from the city of Phoenix run by a, a crazy Democratic mayor who's a Bolshevik. And they were spying on the uh, Veterans Memorial Coliseum where the audit's taking place. And they had the plane. I know the capabilities, such as lifting emails, phone calls, can implant data. Okay, and that went on. That was to be expected. Three days after I published what I was sent, I was sent three days apart, two notifications of where I live in rural, extreme rural Maricopa County, north of the city. Uh, the same flight patterns with the same plane, same fin numbers from the city of Phoenix were circling around my neighborhood. And it doesn't take much sense to figure out that they're trying to figure out who I was talking to because I was talking about revelations eight weeks ago that have now just started to come to surface. Like the election codes, for example, were never dispensed to the election officials as required by state and federal law. Dominion retained them. And then there were big lies about where they went. These are under court order to surrender. And I published that. That really upset them. And as you know, Sarah, you and I have talked about this. Many of my friends and colleagues in the alternative media got contacted at that time and said stop listening to Dave Hodges he's a fraud he's a liar so forth and so on they didn't challenge my facts but they attacked me personally and that's because I was on the money and now they're surveilling me well yeah they're scared but we're seeing their fear all over the place if the, if the Democrats if Biden and many other candidates by the way really won then they would be okay well let's do an audit let's see who really won sure. because you know and that's what that's so obvious and but they're acting scared i mean you listen to the mass media it's just complete fear because the propaganda is so thick and then the attorney general do you want to talk about some of the statements and what you think sure. is going on sure you're talking about uh, garland yeah garland mr statements. when when antifa kills and murders and and they burn down buildings, it's not terrorism if it happens after 5 o'clock. He said that in his confirmation hearing. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. But January 6th is the worst thing ever, and people are still in solitary confinement. Yeah. They have a lot of, 
hundred over a hundred people, from what I understand, in solitary confinement, arrested. It's the worst thing since Pearl Harbor. But yet, when Antifa burns down cities, Minneapolis was practically destroyed. Some of the neighborhoods. That's nothing. I know. Yeah, I I know. January sixth now. It's, it's appearing. I'm not involved in the investigation of this, um, but I talk to people who are. And the general consensus, and I think it's overwhelming, is uh, first of all, the Capitol Police, some of them were compromised and they opened up the barriers mm -hmm. and the gates. Secondly, Antifa was part of it and antagonizing. And number three, it now has surfaced that FBI bad actors infiltrated the movement and led the charge onto the Capitol grounds. Yeah, and I have an interview on Monday with somebody who was there who the FBI raided their house and I mean, there's just so much abuse going on, and I, I'm very anxious to talk to these people because they were there, they saw it, they've been abused nonstop from the FBI. So mm -hmm. I'm I, I, there's some serious stuff going on. It's just thuggery. It's the example of our country being taken over by a, a, a government that's not legit, and that's what we're seeing at all. It's being played out on every angle. But this Maricopa County angle is might be one of the the most serious things that we have going on, because this will open up this can of worms that they're afraid to open up because it's a domino effect, and all those other states now are going there saying, "I want to do this too." I have a feeling even the blue states are going to get pressure to do it. I wish Minnesota would do it because I know my my own representative Angie Craig doesn't belong there. I am so convinced because it was one of those 4 a.m. you know switchovers oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, same and then I see her yeah. and then I see her in Congress meeting talking to uh, uh, one Facebook CEO or Twitter CEO demanding that they censor more and I'm thinking this is my representative who's fraudulently fraudulently here and so it, it's very frustrating to see that that's happening but Maricopa County is very serious they're taking it very serious you are on the forefront of all of this you have uncovered things that are scaring the hell out of them so let's talk about what well, let me let me give you something i'm scaring the hell out of them and i, I want to put this out i was invited i've actually gone to two meetings like this but one was very noteworthy it was approximately and i think i'm accurate 15 elected officials and uh, business types and they called me to the meeting and they said we want to talk about x y and z and i said okay but i found out when i was there what they really wanted to know was how much dirt i had on uh, governor ducey with regard to his communist chinese uh, alliances which is a lot it's all well documented for example i'll just give you one example to prove the point in 2017 in providence rhode island he addressed the chinese chamber of commerce and the national governors association in a joint message and said, oh, we have rare earth minerals in Arizona that will really help the communist Chinese military. I'm paraphrasing, but that's effectively what he said, and this is reported in print in two different places, including in China. And and so I, I, they wanted me to come in and talk about that, and they also wanted to know how I found out all the stuff I did about the election codes and so forth, and of course I would never tell that. I mean, you, you ever want people to confide in you? You don't reveal sources, so exactly. But but they they uh, I was there three hours, and they really wanted to know how I got to know what I know, and I'll tell you what I read. They they were very poker faced with me, uh, and I almost felt like I was on trial. 
and and if I didn't know a couple of the people personally and know that they're allies, I would have thought that they're just simply uh, like the plane flying over my house. What, what are they lifting off my data base? Um, I would have thought they were surveilling me, but they are looking to replace Ducey. They're looking to replace Mark Kelly, um, and that's really clear to me. So there's a counter movement right now, and you mentioned even the Democrats are getting sick of it. There were two Democrats in the meeting that I was at. And one of the grow, biggest growing demographics that are coming to my venues, the radio, TV, so forth, are disaffected Democrats that know they've been lied to, and they know that they're going down the tubes too. Well, in Arizona, you guys are seeing the influx of immigrants, and they're seeing the lies. You know, my my son has a DACA girlfriend, right? She was she came here as a as a baby. She was wasn't even a year old, and it's not her fault you know she's a great student great kid donald trump was trying to change that and they wouldn't do anything no, it was because Pelosi. Of, yeah she blocked yeah, it. it yeah 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 and now they don't even care i mean they don't they haven't even talked about the daca kids since then i have i hear nothing and those kids if there's any kids or anybody in the country that deserves a fair shake it's those kids that are yeah had you know and, you know, she's going to school. She wants to be a doctor, a chiropractor. And, you know, I just feel so bad for her because she can't leave the country because if she leaves, she won't be able to come back. And I'm, well, maybe because of the way the open borders, but you know what I'm saying. And and every single person that comes through that border has to go through that cartel. Yeah, that's I true. Mean, and people, if she could come back into the country, but she'd have to buy her way in for probably $16,000. She more than likely would be raped on multiple occasions. Exactly. That's yeah. how she would get back into the country. Um, would, yeah. And she shouldn't leave, and that'd be my advice. But I, I've made some conclusions about the border, um, and, and it's really clear. Biden is clearly tied, and Kamala Harris has a, a history. When she was Alameda County prosecutor as well as attorney general for the state of California, she used to let traffickers off. In, in fact, she even oh, denied mm -hmm. freedom of information uh, from the press that wanted explanations on this. So one, Biden is facilitating child sex trafficking in a major way. Yep. Number two, I have clear evidence and I have sources inside federal, state and local and border patrol forces that we are seeing the influx of paramilitarily trained Sinaloas and they yes. are going to predetermined weapons caches and then here's the other thing. I just talked to a, a federal agent last night that's up in Portland, and he told me, we can't believe we're not seeing any Antifa. And I told him, I, I said, well, that's because Antifa's been trained in the use of these weapons, and they're training the Sinaloas when they come in. He goes, oh, my God, that makes sense. Um, and we're getting ready <clears throat> to have a fifth column Tet Offensive kind of event where uh, there's going to be mass attacks in American cities probably on the same day for maximum effect. Well, and that's why having <clears> this <throat> coup government, these this Ill illegitimate government is so dangerous. And that's why Maricopa County is so important. Now, it does feel to a lot of people, it's like, why would we even wait around? But we do have to fix our processes. We do have to do the hard lifting of of what mm. we're doing right now. Yeah, but, but the, it's, it's but Sarah, it is, Sarah, let it, me tell you. I think the military needs to come in and clean stuff up. Go they ahead. won't. They won't. Uh, the, the, I, 
I can't say the phrase I'm going to attach to military leadership on a family show. Um, but they have that's totally, they've abrogated you, But let me say that's because it's been three decades since, well, three Clintons. So going into three decades, two full decades of them placing really bad leadership yeah. on purpose. Yeah, they, they have totally People. let the American public down. But let me tell you what also is happening. Garland comes out last week, and he basically acted like H.R. 1 was already law. He was saying, we'll decide what fair elections are. We'll make that determination. We'll make sure our federal laws haven't been broken. We'll make sure that we control the audit. We don't like what we're seeing or hearing, and we're sending in the, 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 the troops, so to speak. And uh, I, I had some hope because an Arizona senator, she filed back, fired back on Twitter and said, Garland, you come to Arizona and touch the ballots, you're going to prison. But, and this is where I'm really disappointed, Karen Fan has been a courageous leader, and she's the Arizona state president, and she's been tremendous. She's taken so much abuse. She was even sent white powder as a death threat to her. But someone has gotten to her because Paul Preston called me on this two days ago, and Paul said, did you see Gateway Pundit? And I said, no, I haven't seen it. He goes, uh, your state senator, Karen Fan was, inter- was interviewed, and she said, well, our goal for the audit is to simply make sure that we correct any of the inconsistencies we found. There's not inconsistencies. There were private rooms in each election center for Dominion. They weren't overseen. They never surrendered the election codes. I just told you with the ballots how they stole the election in Maricopa County, and it's probably statewide. And what is upsetting to me is it looks like the leaders of the audit are being compromised by Garland in some way that I don't know. Well, their whole family might be threatened. But so do you think that they're going to, they're probably doing the blackmail threatening thing first before, because they know that they can't, the well, federal it, government can't If they can't don't have in. skeletons, then you know what? They're not going to have their family killed because that would attract too much attention. Yeah, I don't know. I, these guys are desperate. So I'm, do you, because this week is when it's supposed to come out. And you have enough information to know what the results are. I mean, you know this would overturn the election in Arizona. Mm-hmm. It, do you, what is your thoughts? Do you think it's going to come out, or do you think they have enough blackmail and enough going on that it's going to screw up what's the reality of this audit? Yeah, it, it'll be an impotent uh, presentation based on what I'm reading in the Gateway Pundit. I, I, I have, um, first of all, i got to tell you this. The a lot of the Republicans, and I'll go back and tell a quick story. In January of 2018, uh, my congressman's one of his the staffers said, "Dave, we got to get you to go to this big Republican event, and you need to talk to all these people." These people would have talked to me for hours, and I'm talking Joe Arpaio, my congressman Martha McSally, all the major players in Arizona politics in the Republican Party. And, and they really liked the fact that I was after McCain for years and they had just censored him from the Republican Party uh, in, in, in the year before. So um, I went from being a golden boy that everybody wanted to talk to and interview with to now, right now, they won't have anything to do with me. And I think the reason is I have the truth. Some of them may have skeletons and they don't want to be exposed. That's the only thing I can conclude and, and the thing is, is this is a real dangerous time for me physically. I've even been told, uh, who told me this? Oh, Chris Kitsy told me this. 
he said, Dave, you know, you've entered Don Bowles territory. Don Bowles was a reporter, and this actually made 60 Minutes. Uh, he was investigating corruption on the part of major political figures in Arizona regarding advanced land dealings to personally profit. And he was in the county recorder's office pulling off data, and he came out and started his car, and it blew him up. Uh. And, but, but here's the deal. I've published everything that I know. I don't need to go back and reiterate. So I don't really feel in danger, but my words stand as fact. Because uh, I'll give you an example. State Senator Sonny Borelli came out on a radio broadcast that actually was on YouTube, and I published it on my website. He has taken my five major allegations, and he repeated them one by one. Didn't mention me, but he repeated them almost verbatim. They know. They know what the truth is down there. And I'm telling you, they've been sidetracked. Well, don't this count, don't count on anything happening is what I'm saying. Well, this is where they need to reach deep into their soul, into their being, and decide what's whether the entire country and whether their children's and their grandchildren's future are worth it and whether they're ready to give all that up because of something in their closet or some blackmail they have because that's how important this is. Karen Fan's a straight shooter. Everyone I know says that about her. I, I think it's deeper. I don't think she's been compromised. I think she's been threatened. Her statement was so impotent it made me want to puke. Oh, we want to correct inconsistencies in the future. Bullcrap. You just had an election majorly stolen. And I'll give you an example how bad it was stolen. Every time Trump came to Arizona, he drew a minimum of 20,000 people at his rallies. Biden actually came here on a Saturday. Fox News 10 covered. They go, where's everybody at? No one showed up. Not one citizen showed up. And we're supposed to believe he won the election. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Okay, let me talk about being threatened. We're at war. We're clearly at war. When we have a coup taking over our country, we have children being essentially force vaccination which in this passport thing coming down our throats uh, we've luckily we have certain uh, states that are pushing back and saying this is not going to happen but when when the whole country's at war we're all being threatened and being threatened is par for the course when you're at war so the uh, you got to reach down again i'm going to say the same thing got to reach down again and say where is your courage because all of us have been threatened. And if your family's being threatened, maybe it's time that they get personal protection and there's something else that they can do. But at this point, we need this coming out. And maybe the people who are being threatened, the Republican Party, which is impotent itself, or whoever's out there, realize that these people are being threatened and we get them personal protection and you do the right thing. Because without doing the right thing, we're gonna lose this war and we need to do the right thing. And I realize there's battles in a war, but this is a battle that needs to be won. I'm convinced it's not gonna come from the leadership. And, and um, I'll just address the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. They're responsible for making sure the election codes ended up in the right hands. And they've lied about it. They said, oh, we gave it to the sheriff. This is after they said, we're not giving up the codes. They never had the codes. I reported that eight weeks ago, and that's what really started the ire against me. And then when they were cornered on this and the court order to give them up, they said, well, we gave them to the sheriff. 
The sheriff doesn't have them either. That's a bold-faced lie. The sheriff received $2 million in George Soros funding. Sheriff Mack even confirmed that on my radio show. And this sheriff was duty-bound by the courts to turn over any codes because it was court-ordered to surrender them to the audit team, and he still hasn't done it. He never had the, 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 the election codes, strictly, as I said, under the control of Dominion. So, so what we're looking at here is massive corruption on the part of the county board of supervisors. Uh, and they say, well, look at, uh, if there was corruption, we'd be all over it. Four out of five of us are Republican. No, if elections can be rigged and you can go to a higher position or guarantee your reelection, why would you want to change the system? And maybe your families have been paid off by the communist Chinese, just like they did in Georgia. I'm speculating. I really don't know. But there's something there with the county board of supervisors. And, and Sarah, here's the hard part. One of them I knew personally very well at one time, very, very well. And it's so disheartening to see his decline from being a person of integrity to just another political criminal. And, and this is all through Arizona. There, there was a, there's a case that I really highlighted, gosh, it was what now, I think two years ago, two years ago. I want you just to listen to the facts of this, and this will tell you the kind of politicians we have in Maricopa County. There was a county board of supervisors, you know, county assessor. He made $70,000 a year. Remember that figure. And his last name's Peterson. And he was busted eventually of bringing in women from the Marshall Islands. So he had to pay for their flights. Remember, $70,000 a year salary. He had to pay for the deliveries of their baby, which he sold off into slavery, sold the women off into pimping. But in the interim, he housed them in homes in East Mesa on $70,000 a year acting alone. Maricopa County never <laughs> prosecuted But listen to this. Maricopa County never prosecuted him. It mm -hmm. took the Trump DOJ to prosecute this man to put him in prison for six years. That's how corrupt my county is. And so it's a small jump when they allow human bondage and sex trafficking to go on inside the county. And the governor had to know, too. Um, that's how corrupt we are in Arizona. We're hopelessly corrupt through and through. Well, okay, let's talk about how many people are going to come out and vote if the majority, everybody knows it was it was stolen, anybody with a brain. True. So all these Republicans are, are the only way they're ever going to win legitimately is to steal it because how many people are actually going to go out and vote after this? Because everybody knows they're stealing it. Everyone knows, guys. So you just We just want to make it fair so that we can fix it. So how many people are going to come out and vote after this? That's, well, I'm not voting. There's no point. Yeah, it's a waste of your time. Exactly. It's a waste of everybody's time. I, I look at my own congressperson. Why would I vote? You know, it's like you stole it. You're illegitimate. And why would I even bother voting? Because you're just going to steal it again. Yeah, and I that's know. what we need to fix. If they can't, if they don't fix this, the whole country is, is, is done. Because nobody's going to vote. But, you know, here, here's the problem with what Karen Fan said, the Gateway Pundit. We might say, okay, it's water under the bridge. Trump loses even though he didn't. But we're going to make sure this doesn't happen again. And I, and I call BS on this. Fan's weak statement is basically saying, we're just going to identify the problems and we'll fix them. 
then really why is HR1 going to pass? Why is SB1 going to pass, which will illegally and unconstitutionally give control of the election process to the federal government as opposed to where it belongs with the states? Um, it's a fait accompli. Unless you have people go to prison, unless you kick Joe Biden and Kamala Harris out of office, unless Dominion officials and county officials like in Arizona go to prison, then the same thing is going to happen over and over again. They'll never stop. Well, and so what's the solution? I know you have two counties that are are hooking up with Sheriff Mack's organization, and they're saying we are going to be constitutional counties, and we are not going to let any anybody trample on their constitutional rights. Is that a solution for every county to go in that direction? No, that it's not, and, and, and I'll tell you why. Listen, and let me say this. If I were in Sheriff Mack's position, I would do exactly what he's doing because he's keeping the Constitution one step ahead of the burning bridge. But what they're doing in places like Washington, I think, will set the tone for what's going to happen across the country. In some counties in Washington now, the sheriff will soon become an appointed position. He'll be a political hack. He won't be elected by the people. They did that in Seattle. They voted for that. The people actually voted for that. Keep going. Well, but once this happens across the nation, okay, the, the role of the sheriff as the constitutional authority in the county will be over. And people are too dumb to know the voters are voting for their own demise and they don't know it. People and that's are, what propaganda does. Well, the know, people are lining up to get their the COVID shot and they don't know it. I mean, it's what people do are doing to themselves is uh, is frightening. If you have time, I should probably tell you what I've learned about the COVID shot. Yeah, let's talk about this it. This is scary. I, I know you. I've learned some things too. I'm coming out with Sherry's. Uh, she's decoded 46 proteins, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's actually the show that's going to go out today yet, and this will go out after that. So that's already out by the time this airs. But she's decoded 46 of them, and there's more coming out. This thing is a scary deal. But you've learned some stuff that's even worse. Well, so I, I interviewed Sherry too, and we published her interview last week, and it was very informative. But it fits in with other sources. My journey down discovering this started in January of this year, and it was a source I couldn't use because it was so nebulous. Lady contacts me, says, I'm going into hiding, I'm leaving NIH. She demanded I give her the phone number. She wouldn't let me contact her. Her email, phone, all disconnected. Got her first name, probably not what it really was. Didn't have a last name. But here's what she said. And I didn't do anything until sources number two and number three came forward. Uh, She said that in the vaccine is weaponized anthrax and it will produce uh, any symptoms you want through a transducer effect called, uh, oh gosh, what's it called? Um, Coxsackie something virus. It's a transducer. And so it can be made to look like um, smallpox, cancer. But in this case, they're going to use Ebola is what she said. Now, it's not really Ebola. It won't be passed person to person. But because of the time-delayed nature and how these spike proteins will appear, people will get uh, Ebola symptoms 
uh, at differential rates and they'll be diagnosed as having Ebola because they'll be bleeding out of every orifice and manifest those symptoms but they're not Ebola and they're not contagious but that's not what the people are going to be told that'll make the people very manageable in the Ebola fear that'll follow and I had to leave that alone I thought this just sounds too real I believed her but I couldn't act on it as a reporter and then it was about oh seven eight days ago lady contacted me and we were talking about cloning and she's a medical professional and then she started telling me about two people won a Pulitzer Prize winner that committed suicide by shooting, shooting themselves in the back of the head one was a cloning issue one was a vaccine issue I said let's talk about the vaccine she told the exact same story about weaponized anthrax morphing into pretend Ebola manifesting those symptoms designed to fool the public so that was source number two I contacted uh, Celeste Solemn because Celeste has had some excellent uh, material she's uncovered about the vaccine and she's predicting huge spikes in the death curves this summer and I already think it started but they're just suppressing this in terms of reporting but I told Celeste I said Celeste I've got to interview you and she said Dave I'm really busy up until Thursday and I said Celeste this is what I've got she goes okay can you do 20 minutes in 20 minutes and we did an interview impromptu and it was frightening what she showed everything that both of these medical professionals had told me the NIH and then this other person I'm not going to identify her status professionally is to not identify her but I have her number her phone number I mean I know her name I know where she went to college and so forth how she trained but anyway um, Celeste went through and she produced written documentation on screen shared screen by the way that's available at the common sense show TV and she validated everything that was told to me and more she took it to a higher level so what I'm telling you right now is I've said that COVID was not the kill shot I said it was designed to wreck the economy uh, weaken the military yeah and yep. and destroy the Constitution and put the people basically under de facto martial law and and we don't have to have a second attack out of China the second attack is contained in delayed response from the vaccine that's what I've concluded from what I've learned well that's what dr. Peter McCullough is saying too he I was just listening to him um, give a, a talk and he's saying this is the first it's a bioweapon and the first the first stage was COVID to create fear yeah it create it might have killed a certain amount of people and there's something out there but it really was a fear tactic to get everybody in control and do all the things necessary so they could get the vaccine which is phase two of the bioweapon and you're talking um, now the implementation of phase two or maybe that's phase three of all the different crazy things that are gonna be happening with this now I gotta ask you is this do you think it's um, regionalized or do you think it's um, the whole world I asked the same question as source number two and she didn't know but she said they can make it appear to be anything in other words uh, it's weaponized anthrax but with mutable properties in terms of how the symptoms manifest and she said it could be smallpox in one area Ebola in another mm -hmm. and Celeste pretty much confirmed that now Steve Quayle's um, intel tells him Ebola is coming and I think he's responding to uh, the symptoms um, and I think there's also been pre-planned releases of this information to sensitize the public and I think that's what Steve is picking up on 
Uh, but, you know, hey, they may take this revelation, what I'm saying here, and I understand they can um, uh, change the manifestation of the virus by frequency modulation. And this gets Ooh. into Sh Sherry's deal, and I'm going to go back to Sherry and talk about this, but I've learned that since I interviewed Celeste. And, and let's say that, well, gee, the, the jig is up. It can't be Ebola, so let's make it hemorrhagic fever or let's make it smallpox. I understand that can be done remotely through frequencies, and when the proteins spike, that's when the manifestation of symptoms occur. Well, and that's why the fact that she's being able to decode so far 46 different types of proteins, that means those are all the different manifestations and things that can go on. Exactly. That's exactly right. You did, you nailed it. And Sher Dr. Sherry Edwards that we're referring to, she's nailed it too. Well, and she has the coding and has the frequencies to disrupt what they're trying to do for each specific protein. The white light disrupts overall, but they're still trying to figure out how much it disrupts, what things you need to do, but they at least have the codes now. So we have some light at the end of the tunnel but there's probably likely more proteins than just the 46. And, um, it, you know, and Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, and this is what uh, Sherry said at the very end of the interview, you know, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, bless her heart, she says, we're screwed, there's nothing we can do. And um, Sherry Edwards says, I refuse to believe that, there's always something we can do and we're gonna fight every step of the way. And so I, I wanna, just a message out to um, Dr. Tenpenny that, we're gonna fight and um, to hold your head up because we're gonna fight along with you because I think there is, there's some things that we can do, but we need to get this information out there and we need scientists everywhere to who understand this. MIT, I know you always take this information and you try to sell it or duplicate it or whatever, fine, but use it to save humanity. The people who understand this, please, please understand that there's gonna be millions of people that are gonna die so once you get this information, use it to benefit humanity, not just to enrich yourself. And so there is a light at the end of the tunnel, but we need the people that understand to come together and to make a difference. Well, um, where did Tenpenny say that? I don't know. Sherry said that she heard her say that a couple of days ago. So I, um, I believe her. <laughs> yeah, uh, but listen. I didn't hear her personally say that, but I, I think Tenpenny has seen so much that she's just very frustrated and she's right. I mean, she knows she knows what she's looking at. It just, and, and with the traditional medicine that we have, there is no way to fight it, but they do have an antidote, right? I don't know. I will tell you part of the deception, I think I've uncovered that. This is kind of a second cousin backdoor answer to your question. Back in 2009, and I published this and now it's been scrubbed from the web but I have the hard copy on my website. There was um, an Ebola vaccine test done by Crusoe Laboratories and the CDC, who by the way, owns the patent on Ebola. And uh, I published the patent number as well. But uh, they did this test, but it was only on 16 people. Okay, well, you can BS me on a lot of things, but I've taught research at the university level. I've overseen people preparing to do their dissertations. This is my wheelhouse. And when I look at something like a one-quarter study uh, with 16 people with the Ebola vaccine, and they go, well, the results seem to be favorable. 
these they would never get a level of significance that you would get from a combination of different studies and you get an aggregate level of significance where you have to have at least 95 percent confidence in the results <coughs> it's called level of significance and they would never approach that with that number so what what i've concluded from that was that was the propaganda they're setting forth to say guess what boys and girls there's an ebola vaccine and you know ebola is loose and they're going to continue to profit on our demise by forcing us to take Ebola vaccines like the one that was developed in 2009, even well, whether you know it works what? or not work. We don't want this part. The sad part is even if there are legit people with um, some kind of shot that has an antidote, nobody's going to believe it after what we've been through. But I got to say, chlorine dioxide has been proven to work for Ebola. They, the Navy did it to treat Ebola. That has gone through already phase three trials in Switzerland um, back in December. And, but I don't know if it works with weaponized anthrax. I think we're talking about frequency to reverse this. Well, you're talking about manifestation of symptoms. And, and the vaccine doesn't matter whether it works or not because it's really not Ebola. And I'm sure the vaccine wouldn't work on regular Ebola, but no. it's all part of the deception to increase the profits of big pharma that'll profit on humanity's demise. Yeah, well, just so people know, chlorine dioxide does, They, you know, the Navy used it for Ebola about 10 years ago. They they know that the studies have been done. But I, I do think that in order to reverse those symptoms, we're talking frequency. I would agree, and Sherry's got the most promising approach. But, but I'll, I'll say this, okay, um, you can't trust any process coming out of the government and, 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 no. and here's why I say this. I don't even have to go farther than one statement. We know in virology, and, see, and, and Sarah, as a matter of background, when I taught research classes, we often used medical modeling, um, the old medical modeling as the profiles from which we taught from because it used to be so pristine. The, the protocols were perfect. Now, in the last 15 years, that's all been bastardized. But, but what we know is this from old medical modeling that the best defense against a virus is someone who's already had it and you spread that herd immunity through the population and and you're like four times the antibodies on average for the average virus than you would be if you got a vaccine so here's the here's the deal we live in a society and with scientists from the CDC and the NIH that won't even acknowledge herd immunity and you don't need a COVID passport if you've had herd immunity. You're safer if you've had herd immunity. In fact, quite the opposite is being shown with a vaccine. Here, the star basketball player for the Phoenix Sun, Chris Paul, was vaccinated in February, and he's now under the COVID protocols. Uh, and then that cruise ship where people had to be vaccinated and checked, and then they got COVID on the ship. So here's the thing. We can't trust anything the government says about anything when they won't even recognize time-honored, time-proven herd immunity. And if you've had the virus, you are more immune than anybody else. Well, when they're telling children that COVID-19 vaccines are 100% safe. Lie. And that children need to do it to protect their, their parents. Mm -hmm. And which children don't spread. COVID-19 mm -hmm. and the benefits to the children outweigh the risks all of those all three statements are lies 
blatant lies, especially that they're 100% safe. When the government is doing that, you know, I mean, I have radio pro show, you know, there's radio uh, advertising propaganda that they've paid a lot of money for. And, you know, other kind of pharmaceuticals, they have to tell you what the adverse reactions are, not with these. And they get to say, this is what they said, virtually 100%, they keep virtually 100% of the people out of the hospital. That's what they're saying on the, the propaganda radio commercials in my area. It's a lie. That's a lie. It's a and lie. they're blatantly saying it. And that's what we're under right now. This is what Doug Ducey and Arizona's health uh, chief health doctor, uh, Kara Chris, said. They're doing a PSA. In fact, it was even on a preliminary before one of my YouTube videos. And they said, uh, attention Arizona, take the vaccine. It's completely safe. It's been fully tested. Bull crap. They never did animal studies. They haven't fully gone tested. through the normal progression yeah. of testing that you'd have to do. We are the animal studies. You know what? If if they want to say it's fully tested, they say, okay, it's fully tested. We know that the animals died. Yeah, I know. I hear you. I, I This is so maddening, but these public officials get up. And here's another thing, too, that's really interesting um, in Arizona. Th this is what told me there's a kill shot number two coming. Several months ago, uh, well, actually last fall, Sheriff Mack and I went to Kingman, Arizona to uh, assist in the recall of the local mayor who was out of control. She was Gretchen Whitmer reincarnated in Kingman. And so we established contacts with activists in Kingman, Mojave County, Northern Arizona. So uh, it was what, February, January? One of the activists contacted me and said, you know, Ducey just sent $40 million to Mojave County for virus mitigation, meaning future. And I'm saying, why would he do that since he's repealing the face mandate, face mask mandate? He's opening up in-person dining. Uh, we'll soon be at capacity in a couple of months. Why would he do this? Well, that's because he's in on the, the scam because he knows what's coming. Yeah, well, I don't know what their motives are. Uh, I mean... I are they being told that you're going to live and so are, you, so is, are your family members and you're going to have a privileged life? I mean, what what could possibly be their motives? Or I have they're not stupid. uncovered that. Well, it, it, well, look, it's one of three things. Blackmail, which I don't think applies across the board. Uh, bribery to family members because to the individuals it would be too easily traced, and that was the pattern we also saw in Georgia. And the third is just outright threats to families. And I suppose there's a fourth one, you know, hey, take advantage of this corrupt system and you'll rise up the ranks politically. Well, and that's the stupid track because that means they don't understand what they're implementing and how horrible it'll be for everybody, including themselves. So, uh, you ever yeah, heard I Chuck Schumer talk? You ever heard Chuck Schumer talk? Do you think there's any intelligence between those ears? I mean, these people are not bright. I just posted an article about empathy and the 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 degree of your empathy is the degree to evil and good is a great article on whether you, total lack of empathy is a narcissist they'll use whoever they can they might look like they have empathy while they're using you but they're just so good at it so the total lack of empathy is evil True. and extreme and good empathy you know empathy empathy itself can be good or is good 
extreme empathy like Gandhi or somebody, Mother Teresa, that is on the other end. Most of us are some kind of in-between kind of thing, and, and daily we change based on our mood. But narcissists and the people who are in charge are lack empathy, and that's why we're seeing this, this evil behavior that makes no sense. Well, there's a stat I read years ago, and it said uh, that here's the rate of regular citizenry antisocial behavior, which is the combination of um, sociopath and psychopath. And uh, they said, here's the rate. It's 3%. The rate for corporate CEOs is 9%. Mm. And the estimated for politicians is double that of CEOs. Well, so about 20% are narcissists and psychopaths and well, have no empathy. But I would say it's even higher. But I I, but at least there's 80% that have some empathy and realize that if your stats are right, that we have some chance. To me, that was like, oh, that's a positive. I, I don't think so, you and I'll tell you why. Positive. The way that um, if 20% are um, social psychopathic, which means they could care less whether people live or die as long as they get their goals met, um, you're going to have group think because they'll arrange the lower hierarchy to there'll be rewards if you just do what you're told so then you also get the group think factor too you know repeat a big a lie often enough people will come to believe it and that's the group think factor so there's other factors that explain why the participation in congress in the self-destruction of america is so high well that's and, why your background in psychology is so important be, or so insightful because this is all one big psychological f up you know I mean it's just one big psych job on everybody do you, do you know what the Tavistock Institute is well yeah yeah Go okay ahead, that's where all this came from yep and and uh, and this is what the powers that be are manipulating you know I have to tell you this when I first started learning about this and and I just paid a passing interest and I'm talking 25 years ago and I knew a lot of the stuff my dad was involved in because he did some deathbed confessions for me but but you know, I, I looked at it and I just said, "Man, they're so smart. They manipulate every angle." Today, now, now that I was a trained therapist and I've taught this stuff long enough here, you know, I feel like I have their playbook, and I can tell you what they're going to do next most of the time. Uh, and it's just a matter of familiarity. The problem, though, is for every person like me who's had experiences in this field not that I'm smarter than anybody else but I just had experiences to where I can understand what's going on uh, for every person like me there's probably 10 million that don't have the experience uh, yeah there, there are not many people that that know how to do research they don't know a control group from an experimental group they, they don't understand the psychological principles of group think or cognitive dissonance uh, that's most people and, and this is how, how they control us. And well, they you don't know, I, they don't I, know I, history. I'll give you an example. You control populations through food and water. And yes. most people don't have the historical background to understand that. They think this is a new thing and it's some kind of conspiracy and not true. No, they've, that's what they've done in almost every war. It's through famine. You can control people. That use every war they do that. But I was listening to some doctors talk, and they're, they're talking how they're giving this COVID shot to pregnant women and also and they're like, they, they said, we've never, I mean, this is historical presence. They've never seen anything like it. They, they were saying how it's like 
the people, the doctors are in a trance. They're like, what is going on? It's like they're in a trance. And they, they're frustrated because it's like they, they aren't reading the facts and they're just doing what they're told in a, in a dumb trance. And they said later when they realize what they've done, they're going to be horrified. But so, the, and they, they were saying too, we need psychologists and people that understand human psychology to help fix this because this is a mass psychosis exactly what you're talking about I'll give you an example too the medical professionals are not exempt from this I get these shots these allergy shots every two weeks and the nurses there are all wearing masks and and I said to them I said have you seen the MIT study no I said I can't believe you guys aren't talking about the MIT study major finding the masks are, are, are too wide open to prevent the infiltration by the spores and molecules associated with COVID. They said, your mask does no good. You it could have worse. five masks on and you still wouldn't stop it. It's and worse because it's developing bacteria and other things throughout the day. True. There's new studies now, but go ahead. Yeah, but, you, but, but <coughs> excuse yeah. me, here was the response I got. Oh, oh. You know what, though? In their defense, they hear crap all day long, and so they're just trying to get through the day. But you're just, did you see that cow um, cartoon? I just, Sean at SGT put it up in a show, and I'm like, oh, this is perfect, where they have the cow. I'm going to put it up right now. They have the cow sitting there, and behind them is the meatpacking <laughs> plant, and he's trying to um, share with everybody that they're going to go to the slaughterhouse, and he has this picture with uh, how exactly they're going to cut up the cows and he's just trying every week and to share. and then the mm. other cows are saying oh there goes Mr. Conspiracy Theorist again how many That's Jews a, how many Jews entered the death camps thinking it was only going to be temporary well and they, they really thought the showers were showers I know there, there's you know we have met the enemy and he is us as the saying goes and the Bible says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge, and that's the case here. That's what drives you and I, but I estimate that somewhere around 6 to 8% of the population is knowledgeable. I estimate only about 1% of the population is professionally knowledgeable. Um, I would say 10 to 15% know something is seriously wrong, but they don't know what. And they reject stuff like what we say is being too extreme because you know people can understand um, the lessons of history what society is going through they can understand one level beyond where they're at if you take them two levels beyond they can't understand it five levels beyond so some of the things we're talking about here with spiked proteins uh, and frequency applications and weaponized anthrax all this this is several levels above the average person's understanding, and many of them will not get it. Most will yeah, not. Yeah, I know. That's the sad part. But that's what I'm trying to reach the scientists around the world who will so they can help reverse it. I mean, that's the only thing I think from a solution standpoint, that's going to be my contribution is because is that's my background. I mean, my wheelhouse is I have a computer science engineering degree, and I I know that's the that's the the departments in these universities working with biology departments that are figuring all this out. I understand it at a professional level of what's going on, 
And so my application to this is reaching out to those departments and those people and scientists at the companies and anybody that gets it and to, to really help make a difference because this is our, our, this is our chance. This is our chance to turn this around is understanding frequency, understanding what this is and being part of the solution. Yeah, so that's I, my no, contribution. I, I don't know. I hear you and you're right, but we have a limited uh, shelf life here because I believe if Obama gets to his self-proclaimed uh, winner of darkness, I think the game is over. We'll never have a chance to recover if we get into the fall and things haven't started to reverse. That's why I've worked so hard on the election audit. Well, the election is very, this Mar Maricopa County thing, I, I'm telling you, and if anything, you politicians listening to the show, please understand that whatever they're doing to you, we're at war, so we're all being threatened. And so please have the courage to do what's right here because we need to get this information out. And uh, it's bigger than you, it's bigger than us. I don't know, Dave, That's I know That's a good moral argument, but you know what? If they're not swayed by morals, how about this? The Congress is basically brown shirts. They're going along to get along in carrying out what they know are unconstitutional, heinous policies that hurt and harm and kill people. And, and they have to ask themselves, what is the history of brown shirts throughout history? They're eliminated because the occupation forces can't trust you because your own people couldn't trust you. They will kill them. Yeah, you're gonna be the first one gone. So what side do you wanna be on? You would think that'd okay. be enough to move them, but Sarah, you know, I, I've got to run myself, you know, but... I know uh, you have a really fun thing going on today, so I uh, <laughs> I want to let you go and do your personal stuff that's way more fun than talking about this. So thank you so much for joining me today. Okay, thanks, Sarah. Always a pleasure. Have a great day. Yep. Bye.